mom. Yeah, I think I think especially with the given circumstances, she's she's really doing the best with what she has. I feel like I didn't understand the assignment. What do you mean? You should see my notes. <laughs> oh no, that's a good, no. My notes are are the facts. Your notes okay. should be your opinions. Okay. No, mine are just the facts, ma'am. <laughs> like I have stuff like also homegirl needs some tea or throat losses. Oh, we're gonna get to Miss <laughs> Miss Girl Miss Abby. I'm like no, listening to uh-uh. you guys talk specifics, and I'm like, wait, no, I did not understand the assignment. Daisy is the is one of the only people that I have had on here that is is now watching reruns. Most of the people I've had on were either didn't have never watched it before or are like, Oh, I haven't watched it since it first came out. Okay. Perfect. So you and I are more inclined to specifics because we've been watching this recently, but like, you know, your job, yeah, your job is just your, we're going to get to homegirl. I don't even know what homegirl is. Um, (laughs) it was not like a regular mom. She's a cool mom. It's true. I'm not a regular mom, wink. I'm, I'm a cool, cool mom. mom. Welcome back to the Pyramid, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. My name is Amanda. I'm your host every single friggin' week of your life. Um, also, this is your weekly... Um, Disclaimer that if you can hear my cat in the background, it's because she has a bell on and she's too cute for me to take it off. So sorry. Um, Today, (laughs) sorry, but also no, not really. Um, Today I have with me my first um, mom-daughter pairing. Very excited. Emily and Daisy, welcome to the pod. Welcome, welcome. So happy to be here. Um, So what is y'all's collective and also separate experience with like the arts? I'll go first. Okay, so I grew up in musical theater. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, actually called CYT, Christian Youth Theater. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of God and Jesus Love along that. with some tap and <laughs> tunes. Sure. God, Jesus, and also tap. <laughs> exactly. And um, But yeah, it was great. You know, I, I also did choir growing mm-hmm. up uh, in middle school and high school. I took voice lessons at a young age from an opera singer. Wow, cool. Yeah. So I I had like, you know, some cool warm ups in the beginning and I learned how to breathe through a straw. Yep. You know, all those techniques. Like you're supposed to put an egg in your mouth Mm -hmm. for the correct space. What? Anyways, so yeah, that's that's pretty much my history in in the arts. And I sing now. I sing Uh at our at our church, Grace Point. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Daisy. Okay. Well, I am only 12, so I don't have too much experience, but um, I do sing, songwrite, and I play guitar. And I had my first gig ever at Third and Lindsley, and it was amazing. So Dang. good. You're best- so cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're way cooler than I was, was when I was like, 12. Oh, my God. The best <laughs> situation I could have ever asked for, and I just, I love singing and songwriting, and it's just such a big part of me, and I don't know how I would, like, live my life without it. It's, sure. It's crazy. I wow, we that. got deep. <laughs> Dang. And you also do theater things. I do, yes. I'm yeah. in a, a production right now. I haven't done theater in two years, uh-huh. which is crazy. Um, that is crazy. 2020 was just, it felt like four years. And so <laughs> I've had yeah. to like the longest jump year of back our lives. into the routine. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. What about with Dance Moms? What's your experience? Because I know that your experience with Dance Moms is very different from one oh another. My gosh. It is. Okay. So <laughs> I, you know, I. It was born in the 2000s, so I just love the show so much. It's in all of its glory. It's cheesy. It's great. It's the dancing is, you know, just iconic. And I Mm -hmm. just 
loved everything about the show. What age were you when you started watching it? Because I feel like you've, you're 12 now, and I feel like you've been watching it forever. Oh, gosh. I'm sure since I was, like, eight or nine. Like, yeah, really formative years. I remember being like, oh, my gosh, I'm your age, and then looking it up. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, actually, you're 14 now. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. And you've watched it over and over oh, and over. Oh, I probably could quote every episode. <laughs> Have you watched the whole thing? Crazy. Did you watch the whole thing? I think until right about season six season yeah seven. i dropped off the wagon well, around the, the, you know the, all the new people come in yeah that was like the it. degrassi next generation <laughs> i that was kind of when i stopped <laughs> when down, you know though. yeah yeah that was kind of and i was also in high school when it was coming out too and right. so by the time that happened i was like too old to like be interested in life in like reality television anymore or at least i thought i was supposed to be (laughs) yeah only for that habit to come back rearing its nasty head even harder later on in my life but (laughs) but yeah um emily what about your exposure i mean i feel like being her mom oh sorry i gotta move the mic um (laughs) i feel like being her mom i have heard it in the background for years. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. I was telling you earlier, Daisy has like three shows that she has recycled. Like hyper fixated on. Yes. She, and I think it's something to do Psycho. with her personality where she likes to know what's happening. Yeah. And she likes to know what's, you know, what's going on and mm-hmm. who these characters are. They feel like family. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So she loves dancing with the, I almost said dancing with the stars. <laughs> Wrong Not <show>. that. <laughs> she loves Dance Mom. Uh-huh. She loves Victorious and yes. Fuller House. And now she's got friends into the mix which we are watching together and that's been fun but yeah i feel like i've heard it on in the background yeah for a long time and there was one point where i remember being like because i'm not a crazy like helicopter mom sure but i remember in the background like i kind of trusted her like you'll, sure, you'll watch yeah. what's appropriate for you Never. i trust you and um but like there would be sometimes where i would hear what's going i'm like daisy what are you watching yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah and like, like, I'm like, what are you? Oh what, what is this? And she's like, No, mom, it's not like that. It's and she would explain it. I don't know how she convinced me, but yeah. I was like, oh, Okay, okay. And then I remember like sitting down one day to like watch an episode with her, and I remember looking at her and being like, You know, this is fake, right? She was like, yeah. No, it's not. It's and I'm reality like, I'm TV, pretty girl. Sure it's, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. She's like, oh, and I just, yeah, I kind of ruined it for her oh, a little bit. But. That is the the crippling like reality of actual reality TV yeah. is understanding that a lot of this is cooked up, and you're right. like, oh man, oh, yeah. probably ninety percent of the show's Yeah, and you're like, I thought yeah, Kurt absolutely. came here because he cares about his daughters, and you're telling me that Maddie's dad just showed up because a producer called him and said he had to. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> show up you know to yeah impress those viewers. yeah he really cares about the kids yeah okay sure sure <laughs> kurt sure a bald man with the name kurt really cares about his two daughters that Melissa like. yeah again sure sure so y'all are gonna know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> and you're just here I'm for the ride in the background and like, okay sure, sure, sure. That. yeah um okay let's talk about the pyramid of life of the world of all the things now the p like obviously the pyramid is a triangle mm-hmm. it does not have to be three two one like right. and it can just be like a general consensus of the bottom some stuff in the middle some stuff at the top so right don't worry about all the together yeah, yeah. okay you want to go i will go okay my bottom of my pyramid is people that are just insecure and feel the need to bring people down to their level. We just got real deep, but I just, it really annoys me when people do that because it's like, if you're insecure with yourself, obviously everyone is insecure. You don't need to bring people down to your level. Sure. 
you know, sit in your sadness and then move on. Dang. But don't bring people down with you. Like, sure. It really bothers me. Man, from the mouths of babes, huh, Emily? <laughs> I, know, I think she needs her own podcast over <laughs> yeah, here. Dang. When I was 12, I was that insecure person bringing other people down. I did not have any self-awareness when I was 12. Um, I had a hard time with this whole pyramid situation, so I'm not as witty as you, Amanda. Uh, um, it's okay. Few people are. Okay, so I have a problem with being too honest. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no, no. This is just facts. Are and you reading so, my notes? No, no. So, 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 just know that going into the whole pyramid situation, like, I love that. <laughs> also, I see you in that place. I'm I've so yeah. I'm crying you. now. Okay. Um. <laughs> so my bottom is blowing up at work. I blew up at work this week. <gasps> did you like yell at somebody? I did. <gasps> I actually happened? did. And, and if you know me. What's like, your Enneagram really know me? Again? Are you a seven? I think I'm a two. A two. Okay. Which surprises people. Sure. I mean, what do I know? You yeah. know, like you are the person who knows yourself the best. Yes. So like if you tell me that's what you are, that's what I have to trust. I'm 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 a very um confusing two. I think that's what I am. Sure. Because I think that people see me and go, There's no way you're a two. You have to be a four. Yeah. Or you have to be a an eight, I've heard. Yeah. And I'm like, No, I'm a two. Well, twos and eights are connected, so you could be both. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, and she never blows up at anyone. She's like, as a very kind soul. Thanks, Days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was just gonna say, so it is weird of me. I mean, mm -hmm. I do have a temper. I'm not. I'm not like shy by sure. any means. Um, but at work, I'm like known for being like the, oh, you know, what? How can I do this better? Or yeah. like, how can I help you? Totally. Or, you know, mm -hmm. I'm very submissive at work. Very mm -hmm. like, I try to be sweet and easygoing. Mm -hmm. And um, but I had, I just had. There's a lot, there was a lot leading up to it, uh -huh. but I kind of just had like a, a little bit of a burst, which sure. funny enough, twos do that. Yes, they where do. They just constantly like, mm -hmm. okay, whatever you need, whatever you need, whatever you need. And then yep. they get resentful mm -hmm. and they're not getting what they need because a lot of times they don't know what they need. They don't right. know how to ask for it. They don't know how it. to ask for it. Uh -huh. And so then they just explode. So mm -hmm. I exploded at somebody at work. Don't know to this day where, whether it was justified or not, because well, that's either here or there, oh, but yeah. I ended up. We have like this um, work uh, app where you can mm -hmm. like, you know, talk to people that you work with. Oh, yeah. Is it Slack? No, it's okay. called Homebase. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Homebase. Yeah. I don't <laughs> Not know. Not sponsored, but it could be. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first podcast, by the way. Really? Yeah. I was really nervous Dang. about this. So oh, I, I ho you I'm hoping don't. that I don't say anything you wrong. Don't be nervous. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, so I reached out to her on it. Uh -huh. And I just, being a two, I could like not let it. I couldn't. The, the injustice of it all, the not knowing, was sure. it justified? Did she deserve that? Sure. I don't really totally know. And it also just felt like, I don't know, it's like I said, it was a blow up. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so I messaged her on there and I was like, hey, don't know what happened. Don't really care. Hated the yeah. way I acted. So yeah. sorry. It doesn't matter what happened. It doesn't we're matter. Talking about my I don't response. like blowing up. I don't like blowing up. Yeah. So anyway, that was my bottom. Yeah. Sorry, it was a, really long. No, that's okay. That is a gross feeling. Yeah. After like yelling at somebody and then thinking like, I don't know. And I'm an eight and I love getting mad and I love yelling at people. Mm -hmm. And even I will have moments where I'm like, I probably should not. Yeah. And, you carry it home with you. and it was in yes, front of people. I do. Yeah. And then like, that's like even more embarrassing. I am not a fan of that. Yeah. Me no. either. Honestly, mm -hmm. I, mine is actually connected to yours, Daisy, that I have been seeing specifically on TikTok a lot of students thinking that they are like really, standing up to their teachers and like they're putting their teachers on blast mm. basically and they'll like do things where like 
that like the one, one I saw the other day was that a teacher was trying to get a student back into their desk because a student had gone to another desk and was not where they were supposed to be. And the teacher was just like looking at the student, trying to get them to move without having to address them. Mm -hmm. And the student was like, I don't appreciate your abuse of nonverbal communication. If you have a problem with me, I would like to have a discussion with you and like prattled on and on. And I was like, this teacher is under so much stress at this. Yes. Just don't. And like parents doing stuff like that to teachers, like, and, and posting it on the internet, thinking that you're, really doing it to him oh yeah and you're like like it's a noble move or something like, stop Ew. that's embarrassing positivity it's yes it's just much. like i don't and it just stresses me out and i don't like it no one needs to be shamed no like, since when like, does anyone stop. ever learn i mean it's it's usually about that's about the person who's doing the shaming right yeah like, people don't learn that way no not at all yeah that's it's a just like yeah seeing people or like seeing people parents specifically being like you know, like all these education laws that are changing and being passed and like mm -hmm. parents who think that they're entitled to like seeing lesson plans, mm -hmm. you know, that all these lesson plans are supposed to be turned in by June 30th so that parents can approve what's going to happen, which is just so against the best practices of teaching. You it's can't hear insane. me, but I rolled my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, y'all really think you're out here like changing the game and you are but in a negative way and you're embarrassing yourself like, yeah the wrong yeah well i heard about the thing with sorry i don't mean to go way off topic no, but i heard about the thing where they're like trying to get cameras yes they're trying the to classroom. get teacher they're trying to get cameras in the classroom so that when students get in trouble they can pull the footage and see like what quote unquote really happened man this is it's like it's, it's like on so... one hand i want to be like who hurt you who misunderstood yeah. you on the other hand, I want to be like, are we that far? Are we that far from taking accountability for yeah, ourselves that's the thing, and like, our own kids and their yeah. behavior? In their what world are is this is this happening to anybody else? Mm -hmm. Like, and I understand people a lot are, right now are making the comparison between teachers and police officers mm -hmm. because there are instances in classrooms and in police situations sure. where you need footage to see what really happened, sure. and I understand that concern. Sure, but that just like with the body cams on the cops there's always going to be some loophole around 100%. seeing what happens so like what are you really and it just proves how out of touch these lawmakers are right y'all have no idea what it's like to be in a classroom do you mm -hmm. you really don't know like mm -hmm. you saying that you have you cannot deviate from the lesson plan that you turn in on june 30th mm -hmm. at all no matter what test scores say no matter what the student behavior is like you can't change because it's what's been approved mm -hmm. like so you've just never been tell some tell me you i have never been a teacher without telling me you've never been a teacher right it's that kind of stuff well, at like, that point just stay home yeah i don't home, get school, it your yeah kids. i mean they're the, it's so wild to me the the stupid yeah like the opinions that are coming out like, are especially like a lot of these conservative opinions it's like listen yeah you are so entitled to that like yeah you sure. have every right these sure. are your children you can quote unquote protect them however you please yeah. that absolutely 100 is your right no one should be able to take that from you but you cannot bring that into the school system yep it doesn't make any sense no it's so stupid it's infuriating so like, anyway props to you it's <laughs> for putting up with a lot of that stuff it's just seeing a lot of people thinking that they're that they are helping others when they're not no and it's like you don't you lack the self-awareness to understand mm -hmm. how much harm you're, it's just yeah we could go on and on about uh, that one i hate it i hate it daisy what's your middle level not all the way good not all the way bad thing okay 
So my middle Pull that sucker towards you. Yeah, right. there you go. Mm-hmm. My middle of my pyramid is okay, this is a really silly one. But I just couldn't think of anything better. It's okay, they don't have to be super deep. It's okay. Okay, listen. I'm ready. When something is one day past the expiration, because I feel trapped. I feel like I'm raising my hand. Like I have OCD. And so I'm like always wanting everything to be like, if it's not like perfect, Mm -hmm. get it out. Like And so, like, with my tea at night, I have to set my timer for exactly nine minutes, get exactly three ice cubes. Like, it's, it's insane. I love that. Aw. And watch my friends. No freckles on that banana. Yeah. Dang. So, okay. So, that was my question because I, my brother-in-law, he is he was raised in a household where the uh, expiration date was law. And me and my sister were not. So, here's the question. Do you think that expiration dates should be adhere to when it's a dry good or when it's just a refrigerated good okay. or both i actually have some very strong opinions on this let me hear it <laughs> so when it's refrigerated i think that it's you should probably abide by the actual yeah. you know expiration date yeah. but when it's in a pantry i think you can stretch a little bit just i think so too the canned goods especially like oh yeah you can stretch those out because they've been on the shelf for a while yeah so i think that's fine but when it's like milk or something, yeah, you don't want to mess around no, with that no, kind no. of stuff. No, no, no. Even if it's yeah, like no. uh-uh. June fourth and it's like June third at you know eleven fifty nine a.m. Yeah, <laughs> like toss it. Yeah, get rid of it. Like, get rid of it. Get out. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. uh what if it's kind of like one of those things with like the gas mileage thing where like you don't yes. really need gas right now, but right. 30 miles from now, you will really need you gas. You will really need right. it. Well, so maybe yeah. it's kind of like that. Emergency miles after that too. Right, that right. Yeah. Okay, so do I need to get what's my middle? Yeah, what's yours? Okay. What's yours, mom? Remember, <laughs> do you remember my rule? I'm a little too honest. A little too honest. Okay. We, we so love excited. honesty here. <laughs> I'm so excited because I know what you put. And I'm like, it's so dumb. It's I'm so dumb. I tried it. so hard to come up with something. And, and I just uh, was like, you know what? This is where I'm at. Be ready to actually die laughing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm you pumped. set it up? I'm not trying to make you laugh. I'm just being, okay. I'm trying to be honest. And I don't know, you know, this whole middle thing. Yeah. Just everybody listening right now. Try and think of your middle thing right now. Yeah. 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 Microphone to your face. Okay, so here's my middle thing. My teeth are really sensitive. <laughs> that no, that makes sense, and it's that irritating because yes. there's not a lot you can do about it. And there, it's and like I'm glad I have teeth, right? But also at what cost? <laughs> yeah, just, it just irritates me yeah. all the time. Like I tried the uh, you know the toothpaste; it's like supposed oh, to strengthen. Yeah. But you know, just now I'm sitting here my to- my coffee, and I just oh, oh if I breathe the air in too much, it cools off my enamel, <laughs> and it irritates me. I I can imagine Amanda's that that would be very irritating. Over if you, if that you know. okay, so that's my middle. What's your middle? <laughs> my middle is writing birthday cards. Oh. Because I am not a touchy-feely person, but if I'm giving someone a gift for their birthday, it usually, I do want to talk about my feelings. Like my sister's birthday is this weekend and I was writing her birthday card to go with her present. But like, and I love my sister in a way that I cannot describe with Aww. things I write down. That's so sweet. And so it's like writing a birthday card. I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to be like, I love you. Happy birthday. I'm you glad you were born. Words, like, right. yeah, it's like, what the, what's the point of this? I don't know. It just like, I'm glad that I have an, I'm glad I have a sister. I want to say happy birthday to. I'm glad for all of those things, which is why it's not on the bottom. But at the same time, whatever I write is going to come off as cheesy and weird and like mm. dumb. And like my sister and I 
share a bond that is not totally dependent upon birthday cards so sure. you know what i mean so it's like whatever i write down it's just gonna be it's dumb gonna be so i might as well just like write how old is she turning 29 okay oh so yeah. she's older than you mm -hmm. how many years three and a half okay yeah so she so it's like we've and we've been really good friends since she went to college like mm -hmm. you know like you enter that adult phase and like for us our relationship got better during the adult phase and so mm -hmm. it's like but whatever i write down is something dumb because it's not gonna measure up to the relationship that we already have right so it's like can we write that Jinx. yeah write that well so i what i've been doing now with people that i love that i'm writing cards to i write and uh, that i'm giving them a gift whatever i write in the card is about the gift like i picked this out for you because i thought That's really smart. this I'm this and this because then it's just like there's an objective right. thing like i'm giving her a gift card because she's very hard to shop for and she knows she's very hard to shop for um, i'm giving her a gift card to barnes and noble Ooh, and so i'm like i'm giving you this it's $25 that is enough to get you a good book at I'm Barnes and Noble. The the yeah, to like, not to flex on you guys, but I did buy a $25 birthday uh, gift card for my sister's birthday. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but, you know, enough to like, she's having hard times at work and and as everybody is having a hard time at work right mm -hmm. now so it's like i got you this because i know that it will help you like you can go buy a book that will help you get through you know the hard times at work yeah. you know like so, so it's like a, a like so there feels like thing. there's intentionality there's not just yeah not just random. like i love you here's something you know like a roses are red violets are blue yeah, yeah. here's this book dumb. go read some blues clues there you go <laughs> um i'm also trying to you'll appreciate this i'm trying to get her to get a tattoo with me Ooh, and she gosh, won't do it because it. she's a weenie she's but got none no she has none and they she's very scared her. to get she's them. scared of needles or scared of pain or all of the above all of it just the experience the I mean, the permanent. yeah exactly i, I really want to get a frog really and toad tattoo because we used to read frog and toad together yeah like those oh, books. i love frog and toad so i want to get a frog and toad tattoo but she won't do it because she's okay a weenie. start smaller than that Okay. Maybe like a little heart. Yeah. I would say my least painful tattoo is uh -huh. right here. Oh yeah. I just well, right on the top of your heart elbow. Yeah. On the top of my elbow. Uh -huh. Well, not elbow though, because it's on my knee. <gasps> right, right, right. Yeah, on that you, subcutaneous you want a very tissue. Spot. So mm -hmm. I would say something really tiny. Yeah. And cute. Uh-huh. And um on your meat. Yeah. So like I'll also behind here. Totally. Couldn't feel a thing. Yeah, same, same. And, the and, ones I've got up here, I've literally was like almost asleep. Yeah, I know. I was <laughs> if like, it's above the started? elbow, it's like not anything. But like, I've got one here on the inside that horrible. I well, this here, I didn't feel this at all. Really, really, it's not. They're pointing to their. Oh, forearms. cute. Yeah, it's like the inside of my shoulder almost. I up love here. that. But that one, and then I have this one up here, and uh, on the top of my bicep, and I didn't feel either of them because they're all like on the flabby parts yeah of you. on your meat yeah. yeah yeah i was gonna anyway. say yeah i would just start with something really small I'm gonna the, get the frog to and toads it. that's a big commitment for a first tattoo it's a lot to ask I, know. I understand why she's resisting maybe let her pick a tiny shape yeah or a letter yeah maybe like the letter of her first name or yes. something like that and just in a small conspicuous meaty place <laughs> yes maybe an ass cheek i don't know <laughs> PG-13 warning. <laughs> Daisy, mom. Um, okay, uh, let's see. That's all the middles. Daisy, what's at the top of your pyramid, queen? Okay, well, first, adding on to what you said about birthdays. Uh -huh. um, you love birthdays. I See, I have like a kind of a love-hate relationship with birthdays because I give 
I'm not gonna, you know, try and be humble here. Are you a really good gift giver? I'm a great gift Just giver. Just say it. Like, I love I that. Am. I love that. Seriously. I am too. My, I love that. My, my best friend here, Maggie. Uh-huh. Shout out to you, Maggie. <laughs> um, I made a compilation of all of her friends saying happy birthday to her and made a Cute. video and she cried. And I'm like, I love that. Oh my gosh, I'm a good gift giver. Yes. But then when people give me like gifts for my birthday, I'm like, that's all you could do. But, like, I feel bad for that because because i'm like i'm I'm a nice person this kid i always like i'm always expecting more than i did because that's because i'm like a good gift do you watch new girl have you watched that show there's that episode where jess it's jess's birthday Mm -hmm. and Cece gives her a sweater and she talks about she expects too much and Cece gives her a sweater from china and she goes a sweater from china are we going on a girl's trip to china and she's like no it's just the sweater yeah Yeah. she has a lot in common with jess that's a great yeah that yeah okay the top of my pyramid is also it's a small thing but i just something i really appreciate when someone takes the time out of their day to facetime me Mm. because i am a very social person i'm an extrovert Mm -hmm. and i just love talking to people Mm -hmm. and i don't do well with like phone calls because i need to see your face and like see how you react to everything Mm -hmm. so i like you know reaching out to people to facetime but when someone does it to me it makes me feel special because i'm like oh, you care about me. Like, that's just one of the biggest ways of affection that you could, you know, show for me. Yeah, I love that. And wow, perspective is everything because I'm the opposite. Yeah, oh my God. These kids with their FaceTime. With you if you FaceTime me, especially with no warning. Yeah, oh my God, yeah. What if I'm busy? What if I I don't have time? What if I'm sitting in my recliner and I have six chins? I'm not ready for this. Are you a millennial, technically? (laughs) Am I what? A millennial? I don't know. You don't know. Okay. Okay. So millennials <laughs> typically like millennials and Gen Z kids have totally different relationships with their phones. They really do. So like millennials, because I'm I'm the the oldest Gen Z possible, but I have an older sister who's a millennial, so I tend to swing more towards the millennial yeah. side of things. Yeah. But millennials don't like uh, like if you're going to call or FaceTime me. I need you to text me first. Yeah. That is a millennial way of That's thinking. That's a knock at the door. Exactly. That's a, I'm here. But with these kids, Come these right young in. kids, they're like FaceTiming you right now. Yeah. They're, no warning. Oh, and it's totally. just, yeah, it's so different. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's really bizarre. Yeah. Okay. Anytime. Show you how many times my friend JoJo literally says FaceTime? FaceTime? And I'm like, you're like okay. I'm like, yeah. You give me and, a warning. And I would be like, why? Yeah, why? is something wrong? Why? Yeah. Like, do I need to inspect them all? For like, how long? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So are we on my top? Yes. Let's okay. do it. So my top is um, speaking my truth a little bit more. Period. I've been Period. Yeah, I've I know been, that's oh, right. I, Go I, off, mom. That's the best part about your 30s, I will say. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's something about, um, although, I mean, Gosh, I mean, speaking of these different generations, mm-hmm. I feel like her generation, she's so much more honest than I ever was. Yeah. Um, and, your, and your generation, like, too. Yeah. Like, you speak. I love when you speak. I'm, like, oh your biggest God. cheerleader at church. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um, but, yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. Um, you know, we could, we could, you know, delve into some stuff, which mm-hmm. you and I have personally, with totally. just growing up in the church and, and mm-hmm. trying to find our voice, you know, as mm-hmm. young women and figuring out what's too much and what's not enough and Mm -hmm. all the things. And so something about my thirties, um, has just been like, I care about people deeper and wider. Yeah. But I also care about myself. Yeah. Like so much more than I ever have. Yeah. And so it's kind of like this overflow. I guess that's how I'm able to love people deeper and wider is through that overflow of loving myself. And that's caused me to, be a little bolder, be a little braver, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I've just, I feel like I've been, I've been that to some people and it's, I, I've, I've found, you can see them. I'm struggling even now. It's <laughs> like this, this like malfunction that happens. You're like, oh, yeah. you're saying nice things about yourself. Shut down. Uh, um, stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, I mean, some of the things that I've posted on social media in the last couple of weeks with all that's been going on, mm-hmm. just me trying to be transparent in how I feel, um, I've had some people call and reach out mm-hmm. and not FaceTime, but Dang. like text and call <laughs> yeah. and, and be like, hey, like I saw that you posted this. Like I'm thinking this too. Yeah. Like, can we talk? Like, are yeah. you safe? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm safe. Like, Ugh. let's let's figure this out. Let's, you know, anyway. So Get coffee. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like just being being a bit more brave and bold. Yeah. So that's my top. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay, my top of the pyramid is very superficial, but it's something I have that I have loved. Um, have you heard of Elizabeth Holmes? Do you know who she is? Yeah, that sounds familiar. She was the CEO of Theranos. That was the yes. medical thing. Yes, I'm yes. watching that show right now. Okay, so the dropout, the TV show version of it yes. is my top of the pyramid. Amanda Seyfried, who's playing Amanda Holmes. She's or, phenomenal. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes. She yeah. is acting. Yes. It is and like especially when she's talking to herself in the mirror yeah. yes like i'm like yes. well this is like this she's is like- talking to herself in the mirror and she's practicing the elizabeth holmes yeah she's like, like, oh, like this is an inspiring like, step is an forward inspiring step forward yeah. I, I was screaming and then somebody called her and she like answered with that voice dawn and dawn's like why is your voice weird Do you and she's have a like cold or something no. and she's like no yeah but like that I'm whole hooked. story is so good that it's like it's not good it's very interesting yeah um and ABC has done a podcast called The Dropout. Right. And it's all about her. And now they're in their, or they just finished their second season. Uh-huh. And it's about her trial. Right. And everything. And the the Hulu show is so well done. So well done. And I just got through the episode where she meets with Walgreens. Uh-huh. And it's like that insane yep. Walgreens meeting. Yep. And it is so good. Yeah, it's, it's just all good. Oh, I love it. Captivating. I eat it up. Yeah. It's so well cast. Yes. I'm I am 100% hooked. The guy who plays Oh. No, it's okay. The guy who plays Sunny is like he is also doing a very good job at yeah. acting. Yeah. Yeah. So top of the pyramid because I cannot get enough of it. Yeah. And that story is so compelling because on one hand I admire her because she cheated all these gross men out of uh, bazillions of dollars, but mm-hmm. at the same time yeah, it's illegal. But yeah, the only people who felt victim were rich white men. So am I supposed to feel bad for them? Yeah, I don't you know. know. I they started, were I, fine. Yeah, I just started another show only because like my brain is ruined because of we're able to watch these shows so quickly now mm-hmm. that like when I've caught up, I have to like start something else. Oh, totally the same way. Yes. So I'm like caught up with everything that uh-huh. there is right now, <laughs> and so I started. Um, something about Pam with Renee Zellweger. Is it good? It's good. It's, okay, good. It's, no, that's a different one. I already watched that one. <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> the Pam and Tommy. It's the, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, wait. So which one have you just started? Is it something? Is it the thing about Pam? The thing about Pam. I just yes. started last night. Yeah. And it's, it's like old school where they were yes. just like dropout where they mm-hmm. release one episode a yeah. week. Yes. And so Dang. I could only watch the first episode and I'm <gasps> totally hooked. Similar uh-huh. vibe to The Dropout. Yeah. I, I love, and I want to retract my earlier statement. There were other people who were victims of Elizabeth Holmes. The people she tried, she tried the box on mm-hmm. the terminal cancer patients that she gave hope to mm-hmm. that 
was unfounded. Those people were victims. Right. But the the crime centers around businesses and right. business crime. And that is where the, I have no empathy for right. rich white men who lost a million dollars when they have 74 zillion of them. Right. It's like, whatever. I don't I care. I think it was like a moral yeah the and like the actual like moral stuff like Mm -hmm. the testing uh something that she knew wasn't going to work on cancer patients Mm -hmm. that's not a crime but you know so it's that's not what she's being tried for what she's being tried for is like white collar investment crime okay so that like the actual crime part i'm like that don't y'all did you watch the documentary before you watched the show so i haven't watched the documentary i listened to a podcast okay the abc thing was a podcast okay yeah oh yeah because there's something there's something on 2020 20, that just came out this yeah. week so yeah. i was gonna watch or that but then i was like well i don't really want to know how everything pans out because yeah. i don't know anything about this case at all it's very interesting and so that's why you know i'm watching it yeah. just seeing how it happens mm-hmm. you know like yeah. in real life right um but yeah i mean the way she treats her employees oh my god you know how replaceable yeah. they are it's and then disgusting you know spoiler alert yeah when she um the her chemist her lead chemist ian she yeah. fires ian yeah and like everybody's freaking out and she brings him back and puts him upstairs <laughs> like she puts him she takes him out of the lab and brings him up to hr she should be on trial just for being a massive bitch yeah truly Sorry. no it's true honestly <laughs> she should be she she should be on trial for that hair on if we're really gonna go there but <laughs> that's true she always looks so disheveled uh, anyway you guys ready to talk about this episode yes let's do it okay so ready this is episode 11 of season one it's called it all ends here it all ends. which is so foreboding and for why um this uh, this is the episode that covers nationals so we're at last week all we heard about was how last week's competition was the last one before national blah 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 whatever now we're here at we're nationals in first place because what's worse than third second place true nationals last competition of their season um we're learning a group a new group routine this week and i and with props and i just have oh no because the last time we did props it was the sugar daddy's sugar number daddy's, stop that was so bad and the props were heinous the lollipops. yes Literally, and it did not go the well things kept falling off and i was like oh, and they were heavy and like so it's awkward to dance with i put like um she puts so much pressure on them with the props like they're yeah. nine years old like, well and they're just handheld mirrors this time which is right. better so i thought we were gonna be you know doing like having large things but it's right. it's literally just like a cosmetics handheld yeah on a stick mirror really simple stuff so it's fine um we get to the pyramid of all the girls and there's not really an explanation usually every time Abby pulls off one of those pieces of copy paper. She has this long, like, diatribe oh, about... Oh, totally. she has, like, a dialogue about each one. She's like, yeah. Paige, your fuete turns this week. We're not Yeah, so or, like, she, like, dunks on the mom or oh, something. Yeah. But this time she just She's like, Melissa, you were not great this week, so Maddie is second. I'm like, um, okay. Okay. She wasn't the one dancing. <laughs> yeah, so the, the pyramid this week is Paige, Mackenzie, and Nia on the bottom. Again, we get no explanation about this. No. Paige, Mackenzie, Nia, bottom chloe and brooke in the middle maddie on top i'm surprised Duh. brooke is in the middle usually she's on the bottom well and last week brooke didn't have a solo right and nia had a duet and nia and mckenzie's duet beat out because kathy from candy apples she brings oh, in vivian justice ew. and she beats and like mckenzie and nia beat out vivian justice so i don't understand why nia's on the bottom of the okay, pyramid listen, and brooke's listen, in the middle brooke didn't even listen, do anything listen vivi 
I cut my my finger. I'm in my oh, tank. we haven't gotten there yet. But yes, that episode. <laughs> I hope I can still dance. The episode she, <laughs> Kathy comes over and she like her mom uh, comes over and does something, and Kathy like cuts her on accident with her ring. Oh, and gosh. Vivi, but Vivi also at this She's the stage most in her life, at this stage in her life, has a very sweet, very cute speech impediment. Oh. And where she has problems um, pronouncing her R's. Okay. And so she, and she's like six. Uh-huh. And it cuts to her like interview, I like talking head. And she goes, my mom accidentally cut my finger with her wing. I hope I can still dance. <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's like. So it's, cute. It's like so low key. <laughs> and she's too. so, I hope I can still dance. It's like, she's not like, it's, she's not like high strung and she's not too worried. She's like, I hope I can still dance. Yeah. And like, that's it. It's very sweet. But yeah, so. That's the pyramid. We get no explanation about placement. That's a little odd. I, th- I found that a little odd. Yeah. It's just not what she normally does. Right. So the lineup this week, we have a group dance, and then Maddie and Chloe both have solos. Right. Maddie and Chloe also have a duet together, and Brooke and Paige have a duet together. Can we just talk about like how cheesy the names of the dances are? Like yeah. beautiful on the inside and outside. This is my perfectly beauty. imperfect. Yeah. I'm like, listen, listen. If you want the dances to be good, then don't name them these things. Yeah. Just it's like, we get it. You're beating us over the head with the message by naming it. This uh, is my beauty. It's like, like every 2000s t-shirt in a dance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, as someone who lived through the 2000s as a child. Yikes. Um, okay. So now we're five days out from the competition. The group number is called This Is My Beauty. So stupid. Um, handheld mirrors. Thumbs up way less scary than the giant things they were holding for sugar daddies which i hate saying (laughs) those words um melissa is back last week melissa was gone she just really peaced out i we don't know well we do know why she wanted to spend more time with her bf which is fine but the moms were like we've been here for like six weeks traveling city to city and melissa just decides to just not show up and abby doesn't care but like if christy had done that if christy was like i'm over it and left chloe would be like banished to hell forever you know what i mean like abby would be like chloe you're on the bottom of the pyramid for the next three yeah years years. (laughs) yeah for the for the rest of your life (laughs) but anyway she's back this week but then when they go outside, all the moms go outside, like get a breath of fresh air or whatever. And Melissa says she has news. And Christy's like, You're pregnant. You're pregnant? <laughs> Which, it's not even a question, it's you're pregnant. It's is always so funny as like a as a woman to anytime you're like, I have news, someone's always like, Are you pregnant? Like, no. <laughs> no. And she she's like, Oh my god, no, 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 no. And she says, um, she's going on vacation. Which why is your vacation someone else's news? Right. Like that I, is I a weird news. thing okay, to be like. Vacation. I have news about okay. that. Yeah. I didn't ask. Okay. Um. And without the kids, so she's gonna peace out at some point, and she's gonna leave the kids, which like, is who, you, who are you expecting to take care of them? Maybe that was her way of like yeah, trying to get know. someone to take care of them, being like, I have news. Um, oh yeah. Have, can you please take care of my kids? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna babysit my kids next week. So <laughs> cool. And you don't really have like, a choice what? in this. Yeah. So I thought by the way she said that, I thought that she meant that she was going to take this week off and yeah. go on vacation, but then she doesn't. Yeah, that was so, a little odd. I don't really know the whole story with that. Again, editors at Lifetime, I know you're listening to this. I don't have any judgment. <laughs> They're I just, obviously listening to this. I just have questions. You know, no judgment, just questions. Just questions. 
So then Abby comes outside and comes to get them. And she's like, get back inside. It's like, I know it's hot in here, but I don't care. I need you inside. And so they're like, it's like, why do you need us inside? You're just going to like be rude to us. Yeah. They're not, she's not talking to you. I don't, I, who knows? Um, although I do miss the dance studio. This is the like third or fourth. Oh yeah. They were in the new studio this week. Well, huh? so they've been going from city to city. So they, okay. they were at the ALDC club. They were at the center for a few episodes and then they started going to like LA they went to Las Vegas they went to and they went to Hollywood last week and now they're at Nationals but like I just miss being in the I just miss being at the dance studio I'm tired right. of looking the at these things part, I don't know I think well one of the funniest parts was when Abby goes like you really want me to give Chloe special treatment and then she goes I'm Abby Lee Miller I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do anything like, okay like, period and yeah it's like yeah no <laughs> that works. not how you talk to your customers like, like we pay you yeah yeah um so we see chloe's solo rehearsal and Cl- and christy her mom just s- says that she senses that something is off right emily we don't really ever resolve that do we she, she talks about how tired she is yeah. emily as a mom can you relate to that feeling of i've just been in awe <laughs> watching you guys talk about this with such passion and vigor <laughs> the um like the feeling of i can just tell something is wrong with my kid yeah do you get that feeling sometimes oh, too much <laughs> too much it's almost she does it sometimes when nothing's wrong and i just look sad for some reason yeah, yeah. no i i could totally tell and and just you know side note she's my favorite Christy, Christy, Chloe's mom. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, she was the one that I think Lifetime wanted to be the villain, but then once the show started airing, everyone was like, "No, she's actually the only normal person here yeah. besides Dr. Holly." It surprises me that she actually is even on the show. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem like somebody who would be on a show like this. Yeah, totally. You know? But, but, but yeah. she, yeah. So then she goes down to talk to Chloe about what's going on, and Chloe is doing that thing where you smile but you're also crying at the same time and she goes yeah she goes i'm, I'm just really tired and they've been gone from their homes for like a month almost just going yeah. to all these cities and there's this beautiful moment where christy is sitting cross-legged on the floor and chloe like has her head in her lap and she's just like stroking her hair and she's like mm. it's okay we're gonna be done soon whatever whatever but it's so sweet i love i Their love christy yeah she's a good so then abby's like all right moms we're gonna sit in a circle and i'm gonna talk smack about your kids <laughs> she tells them all the weaknesses of their children that's what they call that's what they should call it yeah but they sugarcoat it with that exactly <laughs> yeah so dr holly says abby's word choices are poor at best <laughs> i'm True. like that's putting it really mildly yeah i would yeah. say abby's a moron but mm. abby is a okay dr holly also playing her game right when we do that right exactly i love yeah. how you refer to her as dr holly she's a doctor i know i just love that. she is a doc she has a doctorate in education which leads me to my next point which <laughs> is that abby thinks that she knows more than Abby. I said, imagine thinking that Dr. Holly doesn't know more about education than you do, that you know more than a doctor. Imagine being that ignorant. And I don't, and this, I'm not saying that a college education is any indication of intelligence because it's not, but Dr. Holly just got her doctorate in education. So I think if we're really going to run, if we're going to talk numbers, yeah, Dr. Holly knows more than you, you do, Abby. You can't really fight with that. Sure. No. You can't argue with that. She's yeah. a principal. She's a principal of a school. Well, like wow. she wrote a book, too. Yes. She Literally knows wrote, about education. You know, like, Mom, in one episode, Abby pulled her out of a book signing to go, like, take me at a rehearsal. 
Yeah. Like she's yeah. So screwed. Dr. Holly knows what she's talking about. She does. Miss Girl. Listen to her. Wow. The disrespect. Mm-hmm. I also just yeah. I feel like Paige, I have a special place in my heart for her because she grew up and she is like seriously traumatized. Like she mm-hmm. has a lot of mental health problems and because is that Holly's daughter? No, no, no. That is she's the, only, like the really little blonde girl. Oh, that's um, not Chloe. She's she's not she's not as good as the other girls. I think she never had a chance though. Like yeah, I just think from a young age that she was kind of doomed and she never was the favorite. Mm-hmm. And that Abby really never looked into Paige and was like, "I'm gonna pursue you." She was kind right. Of like, You're just one of my girls. Well, so that is what comes up next with Abby talking to kelly because she's because kelly like she's saying like your kids are slow and they're tired and they're lazy and brooke kelly is not brooke is amazing she's, well in this moment brooke is also 13 that's true she's and a teenager do you know any 13 year olds that aren't lazy no because they're 13 i'm not lazy <laughs> I'm, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding it's just like that's your job as a 13 year old because of the way that you mope around you're and changing you a lot and you just watch yeah yeah, you're biologically wired to Exactly. That. That's part of it. And Good so guys. she's like, your kids are slow and they're lazy and whatever. And Kelly says, my kids are fine. And <laughs> Abby says, who wants a mediocre kid? And Kelly goes, I do. That's just what my kids are. <laughs> it's like, that is so rude. That didn't come out right. To be like, well, my kids are mediocre. <laughs> like, you. that's not, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. But also what you're saying is not what you're saying. Right. <laughs> you know, well, you like, have good right. intentions, but... Yeah, and then Abby loves to talk about how Brooke has a has a title, and she's like, "Well, you know, uh, Abby's always like, your daughter is holding a title and it has a crown because of me, and I'll take it away." And Kelly goes, "Abby, you can take that crown and shove it up your ass." Highlight of the whole <laughs> show. Best part. I love Highlight of the whole show. The best. Well, because Kelly has known Abby all, for thirty years. She's known her for because she used to be a student for Abby's mom. And then she had her own kid and wait a second. She used to be a student. Abby's, Abby's mom. Abby's mom used to own a dance studio. Oh. And teach Kelly. And teach Kelly. And then Abby opened her own studio. Yep. And then Kelly's daughters started Paige taking from and her. Brooke started taking lessons from Abby. So oh. Kelly's like, you can't oh. talk to me that way. I've known you since I was like eleven. You're and, so, and, and, and she was also so a child. Sense. It's so it makes so much sense when mm-hmm. you when you have when you have the context of that. Yes, because she is much more disrespectful to, to yes. Abby than any of the other moms. Yep, and that's why because she, she talks feels to she her can. like she's almost like a like a like almost like they're sisters mm-hmm. or Kids. yeah, like it's weird. Yeah, it's, uh, that's really interesting. I mm-hmm. just thought I just thought that she was either a really good actress <laughs> or like super just Mm-mm. like extra. No, they've just but known it makes each other so forever. much more sense that she's more comfortable almost mm-hmm. being like what are you gonna do yeah we've known do? each other there's one clip that is my favorite i don't know what episode it is but abby is sitting at the front desk of the studio and you can hear kelly coming down the hall and she leaves the bathroom and she's like accidentally closes the door too hard and abby goes don't slam my door and kelly walks past her and goes i'll slam whatever i want and keeps <laughs> just keeps I've walking seen, seen that. <laughs> so like that. that's just the way that they well, yeah, that, are but on her. any given day they're yelling at each it's, other it's just funny how like all the moms especially to abby just like they fight like kids like when they're yeah. talking i'm just like you sound like little teenagers mm-hmm. or like little prepubescent adolescents. weirdos like, yeah well those are two big words for me but yeah. <laughs> yeah so then we cut to a group rehearsal that's at 6 45 a.m which is stupid early to be dancing unacceptable yeah I kind of even, stressful i can't even do math at that level yeah no 
kind of function. Um, and this is the this is the routine that they're, they're, uh, the rehearsal is for the group routine. And I remember the this is my beauty routine because mm-hmm. of the of the song and the mirrors. Mm-hmm. And I remember loving this routine when it was like coming out because they've got the mirrors, which is cool, but at the same time, the music doesn't have any. Um, it's all vocals. There's no instrument backing at all, which is very different from the stuff that they normally do. And I remember thinking like, oh yeah, like this, this is so episode. pretty. You should, you should watch a normal episode. Yeah. An yeah. With it being nationals, there are a couple of moments that are not typical. Yeah. Not typical. Yeah. Um, Chloe is moving at a slightly slower pace and Abby loses it. She's like, move oh, faster, yeah. move faster. Yeah. Totally. Put the fear of God in a kid to make them run faster, I guess. Well, and when she's like, everyone's replaceable, when Chloe clearly wants to, yeah. like, she's considered taking a break. She's like, everyone's replaceable. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, way to scare a kid back into wanting to do dance. Yeah, good on you. Yeah, that, that conversation. Seems Is this the time fake. where we talk about how we feel yet? We'll get to it. When okay. I'm just giving out the plot points, and then if you've got an opinion, just say the opinion. Okay. Well, I was just going to say on that yeah. note, the, uh-huh. the, the, the conversation that Chloe and Abby had about yeah. chloe wanting to take a break mm-hmm. that really bothered me yeah we're gonna i'm gonna get there in just a second because okay. there's a, a couple of things that happen oh she jumped between. ahead yeah Daisy. but it's it's fine <laughs> it's okay <laughs> okay go back to the plot um maddie and chloe are doing a black and white swan routine um we see them rehearsing for that and i have like why is it that maddie and chloe even when they're working together are competing against each other yeah. That is some BS. I hate that. Yeah. Even when they're together, they're still against each other. And also, why is Chloe always the bad one? Right. Like, of She's course, in this narrative. Swan. Yeah. And when they did the seven deadly sins routine, Chloe was was envy because, of course, she was. And Maddie was something dumb like anger, which, like, isn't even really a seven deadly grass. sin. Yeah. But, like, come on. Of course, you're going to make you're going to pinpoint Chloe's jealousy that she doesn't right. even have, by the way. Chloe right. many times is like, I don't care. Right. Maddie's she fine. Care. She's like, Maddie's. But very- she puts it on the fact that that Christy is fighting for equality uh-huh. in Abby's brain. makes Abby think that Christy is jealous of somebody right. when because, of course, we can't just all have the same thing. We have to take it from somebody. So we have to be right. jealous. Right. And it's like, can can they just not be working together and both be happy? Well, and honestly, when you okay. say that as a parent and also having been a child, you know, <laughs> as a former child, as a, yeah, as a former child, <laughs> right? Um, I feel like that's so profound. The point that you said about her, about them, you know, taking what her mother was and, mm-hmm. and insinuating and putting it on her. Mm-hmm. Like I, how many of us that did that happen to where we manifested something Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do. Like, yeah. especially in the performing world. Yeah. Right? Like, if mm-hmm. our parents had an opinion or an insecurity mm-hmm. and it was out there, like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Just saying. Yeah. I just, I, I felt like you went deep there and I received it. I was right there with you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> it's just annoying that they're, that these kids just never have an opportunity to, to be kids. Yes. They're always small adults. Or and individuals. They're, right. They're, yeah, they're either a collective nameless group uh-huh. or they're, they're individuals too fast. competing against each other. Yeah. yeah. It's just very frustrating. Yeah. It's like toddlers and tiaras. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's like like dance moms that you press the downgrade button. Yeah. Toddlers and tiaras is not even worth anybody's time anymore, in my (laughs) opinion. It's it's so gross. It's so fake. It's like my daughter, McKinsley. And I'm like, what? what It's also that show is also gross 
because it's literally the objectification of children it's literally you're literally you're literally hosting a competition about which kid is the cutest that's and, embarrassing player and, that and is embarrassing like and they, yeah. they you can enter kids as young as like literally like babies they don't old. even have to be able to walk before you're telling them that they're not as cute as some and all girls that they're not as pretty as somebody else before you can even stand on your own two right. legs and have a long-term memory wow. remember you're not as cute as this other girl wow are you kidding me are you, yeah it's, it's insane. that's embarrassing i saw if you are listening to this and you are, are a mom who puts their kids in competitions like that that's embarrassing no. you should be embarrassed you should, you should feel shame <laughs> at least this has a talent. shame i say you know like like this has talent behind it and they're like le- the kids are learning how to dance right. which is an art but beauty pageants you're literally like putting you're waxing your kids eyebrows from yeah at least for the kids like beauty pageants when you're an adult are different but like a child yeah come on i was in a beauty pageant when you were a child when i was a child <gasps> oh my gosh <laughs> i stand by it need, you need to elaborate on like, this messed on track, up ladies um so now we get to the, the part where abby takes the girls to the lake without the moms but she takes them to the lake, but they don't go swimming. They just take towels and sit on the grass. Yeah, really odd <laughs> I wonder if maybe when they got there, they realized they couldn't swim <laughs> in the lake. And they were like, well, we're already here. We might as well just sit on the grass <laughs> in was, our towels. That was a really odd scene. She was like, <laughs> yeah. and then she and then she tried to explain like this deep meaning behind going like, to the lake. And you're like, no, no. I don't think that I don't, I don't think, think this. Was, <laughs> I don't think you just didn't plan very well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just didn't know that there was like a no swimming sign right I, and then before they leave christy tells abby that in their that in her conversation with chloe that she wants to quit and i said why are you having this conversation right now mm-hmm. they, she's got a bus full a van full of these like young children that are excited to go to the lake mm-hmm. and right before she gets in you're like oh by the way chloe wants to quit mm-hmm. like why and also that's not the complete truth it's, yeah that's also that that's also only a half break. truth yeah um and abby's like well if she wants to quit i don't care everyone's replaceable right <laughs> horrible everyone's replaceable that's horrible. like the most degrading thing everyone's she, replaceable she literally has a sign in her room and her dance room that says winning's not um so winning's not everything it's the only yeah. thing yeah it is well, you're not first you're last it's second place is the first loser <laughs> it's bad news you know what's worse than third place second place yeah oh. it's it is really bad um and the girls i have the girls are just going to look at the lake i guess <laughs> yeah um mackenzie says sometimes i don't think abby knows what she's talking about like period period mackenzie well. is a mood i want to be mackenzie uh-huh. and then we have abby having that conversation with chloe oh yeah right. that really bothered me and yeah. i think you too yeah you. Well, what about that conversation bothered Elaborate. you well just as a as a mom to uh-huh. a young girl mm-hmm. um that was a really vulnerable moment where chloe was it's hard when you're young and you're <laughs> yeah. and you have a lot of pressure. It's hard for you to say what you need, yep. you know, and mm-hmm. and in a moment where she should have been praised for, hey, you know, thank you for for, you know, telling us what you need. Mm-hmm. And maybe we can come up with a schedule sure. you know, or, or just give you a day off or, or yeah, whatever. whatever. Such an easy thing to make you feel loved, seen and validated. Such a she just she had this beautiful, simple opportunity and she ruined it and she i mean just obliterated it just shamed her Mm -hmm. and made her feel like well you're replaceable and you know i got you know a bunch of girls that are ready to go if you want to quit and i just that that i mean to be honest it was a little triggering sure (laughs) you know um but but then and then i and then i saw this the the another sad thing where chloe was like 
trying to quickly pick up the pieces and like you know oh but do you think i could make it to broadway do you think heart. i could make it to could i be a rocket could i be a rocket i mean and it was <sighs> like her trying to win back her her approval her trying to win back you know that just it was manipulative and and here's the thing like even if this is drama and sure. a lot of these things are written uh, i don't know i still feel like it's nit 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 yeah. not good like yeah. it's 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 not good for girls to see no and it's not girl it's not good for girls to experience even in like a you know TV show format. yeah yeah totally we see abby and chloe having this conversation and then we leave the lake and now the girls and the moms are going bowling without abby mm. so we did stuff without the moms and we did stuff with and now we're doing stuff without abby um and then all all of the sudden kurt Oh, appears out of ew. nothing yeah. perpetually sweaty perpetually sunburned bald gross kurt super tan wearing orange not a good combo ew yeah. and like wearing like um true religion branded <laughs> you know what i mean like that kind With of the sparkly uh, crosses yes on the butt god did not ask for that <laughs> no god does not want sparkly crucifixes on your butt no cheeks. thank you yeah <laughs> so weird but anyway so he shows up and he's pissed because melissa didn't tell him that she was going to go on vacation which by the way seems like a little unreasonable that he would just show up out of the blue for such a small reason also this is uh where are they lake tahoe why is did you fly out here just for this confrontation like yeah that was no, the, the producers huh? paid for it yeah it's just like why i don't know it's just a weird it's just a weird moment that he just appears and is like i'm all of a sudden very involved i don't think we like we seem like once more again we don't ever see him yeah again. yeah it's, it's really weird it's just very when even more like terrible things happen right this, and I'm right like, why didn't you flat for this yeah yeah that that is a good point um so yeah why is this and also why are you just now mad that melissa because melissa wasn't here last week and she was hanging she was hanging out with her boyfriend so why weren't you mad last week to your right. point why weren't you mad about that well, now you're mad likes, at this he likes to say well your dance studio tore my family apart okay all right um <laughs> i mean i've never been married but i have a very hard time believing that it's one thing that causes a divorce uh, but also it's probably like paying your bills too right now. right so let's not talk about that yeah exactly <laughs> i just like kurt kurt boy i don't know about that one brother <laughs> kurt, it sounds like kermit um yeah <laughs> Um, he says, I'm not going to leave. I'm going to stay with my children. And I said, I'm stressed and confused. Mm. You're going to stay with your kids to I, to do what? I don't know. I'm just, it's just refused. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay. Now we're one day out from the competition. And I have th this that was said a few episodes ago, but I'm going to say it again. Kelly's hair is what the Karens of the world think they're doing. 100%. Kelly got it. The haircut, the, the tapered, feathered layers at the shoulders chunky highlights she's got it yeah. the karens of the world do not got it no. they think this is what they're doing and they're doing kate gosling no. instead i was just gonna say they're doing the kate yeah and it's just not a thing no i gotta look that up now don't <laughs> if you don't know what that is don't look it up because it's very you know what's ugly. good for you yeah do it yeah kate um gosling. brooke and Paige are sent into another room of the studio with the guest choreographer and then abby and gianna who are the main choreographers are in a room with chloe and maddie and kelly just freaks out because of course she is mm -hmm. she's very upset mm -hmm. and she's like i can't believe i'm in here with the guest choreographer yes it's that that's terrible <laughs> daisy <laughs> just looked up the kate gosling oh, yeah like spiky pieces in the back <laughs> what's happening she's a reverse mullet okay we'll talk about it later <laughs> 
It's business in the back and party in the front. That's right. She's trying to rebel. Let her leave her alone. Party in the front. Bless. <laughs> um. Oh yes. So they're in different rooms, and Kelly is fit to be tied, as we say in the South, about how her daughters are getting the guest choreographers, not the real ones, whatever. And I said, Kelly, girl, I need you to get it together. <laughs> this man, this choreographer has not done anything. Mm -hmm. He has just walked into a room and you're upset that he exists. Right. Like, girl, Miss chill. Miss girl. girl, chill out. Um, I also have this note. I have questions about Kelly's sobriety in this moment in time in here on this day. Mm. She, the way she was saying sentences and the way she was wildly gesturing and the honesty that she is speaking with some just made me think, I wonder if she is, you know, ready to speak to a pastor. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder if she's cold, stone cold enough to go to church. Cause mm. I don't think, I feel like there was something you mean like there. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe she had been drinking. Well, I know her and Christy, her like, and Christy drink a lot. I've been like caught on the show, like, like literally five minutes before rehearsals, like sipping wine. Yeah. Like, which is fine live your truth like i'm not saying that it, her drinking at whatever time is a no. bad thing i'm just saying that i'm i wonder if she picked this fight if she would have picked this fight on you know at a different time mm, yeah because just of the way that she was saying sentences and it seemed like the thing that set her off at least what i noticed was when the choreographer that she was accusing you know don't yeah. know my kids when the photographer photographer when the choreographer asked her um which foot they would lead with or something yes. like that and yeah. she, i think that's what set her she's off like, where I she's can't like you didn't know that yeah like yeah. which honestly i kind of understand i mean call sure. me a karen maybe i don't know but i i do understand the frustration of that a little bit sure. only being a mom you know like if there's you know politics involved which there is clearly oh, on the right. show totally uh, it's really hard to not get well, Maddie's defensive right yeah maddie is in the room with abby yeah it's hard yeah. to not already be on guard totally. and then for something like that to happen is definitely like would be a triggering moment it, it felt justified i didn't i'm sure. not saying it felt justified for the you know the level at which that she sure. was operating but at that opinion but the opinion yeah it was kind yeah. of justified like hey you know but it's one of those things was like get through the dance mm -hmm. you know get it together the, the, the competition is coming up soon mm -hmm. abby's obviously over here that's not going to change i'm not going right. to change that yeah so i'm going to like let my girls learn the thing mm -hmm. and then hey i'm going to talk to you in private um i pay you you know mm -hmm. for my girls to go here mm -hmm. and this teacher didn't know enough about my but girls moms, if dance moms did that they would not make any money <laughs> But true. I'm just saying you want to know my opinion. That's my opinion. No, I'm I'm with you. I think there are moments where Christy and Kelly both have they, what they're trying with their their opinions that they have mm -hmm. are founded. Right. But they are trying sometimes, especially with Christy, with Chloe's mom. Christy is always trying to have a logical conversation with an illogical person. Mm. Abby does not care about logic. She cares about power and power and logic are not the same. <sighs> and so for Christy and Kelly to both always be picking fights with abby on what feels logical abby's retort will always be well if you don't like it go somewhere else mm -hmm. if you don't like it i don't care because i'm always in power here mm -hmm. so She's like, everyone's replaceable. That's why exactly everyone's replaceable i'm always in charge i don't really care what your opinion is because i'm in charge and i think that power and logic don't go together and so i don't care what your logical opinion is right i'm in charge you have to do what i say right 
Yes. But so there are lots of moments where she has opinions and I think like you've got something going on here. Yeah. This is a good thought to have. She objectively gives Maddie and Chloe more time than Brooke and Paige. And she claims she doesn't. That is a great better, bu- better business bureau opinion to have about getting services at a business. Right. However, yeah. Abby doesn't care. No. <laughs> Abby doesn't care. No. So yeah she says she says that at one point in the episode she's like i'm abby lee miller i don't have to do anything yikes amazing <laughs> big big yikes reminds me of another powerful leader i know dang isn't that the ever-loving <laughs> oh lord again not caring about logic only about power <laughs> only child vibes yeah yeah last week abby talks about how she's an only child and i was like yeah i can tell that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> can tell you're an only child mm-hmm. girl so now we're at the competition kurt walks backstage and my fight or flight is triggered he just Mm. walks in he just walks into this room where these children are changing totally and i am uncomfy why are you looking at me (laughs) the way she takes the microphone i don't know what i'm gonna say but i'm gonna say something good this is why he just like he just like instantly gives me bad vibes like i understand because you know maddie's drama queen and i don't always relate to her because she's the favorite yeah, I mean, I kind of really do, but um, I just I understand why he would make her nervous because yeah, he just has a very like intense vibe. He has a very and he has a male presence in a female room, mm-hmm. and so that is too yeah. much already. Yeah, he's like an alpha male, well, and they're not used Ugh, to that either. Yeah. They're not used to like let the alone, dads aren't here. This is alone. not a show about the dads, so yeah. a, one dad showing up throws everything off. They're yeah. not used Are to men, here? let alone aggressive men. Yes, and he's so very aggressive. Yeah um christy notices immediately because she's a good friend to melissa she notices that things are weird she notices that kurt makes maddie feel weird she is aware of the situation she's keeping an eye on things and maddie literally tells her dad to leave she says well she was being nice about it i didn't notice that he says like he's he says something like okay well i'm gonna go and she says can you go please Mm. (gasps) oh he's saying go get ready and he's like no go and she looks at him and goes no you go oh so she yeah. wants him to leave she doesn't it's i'm not saying she doesn't like her her the guy who um <laughs> made her, her but because i don't know he's not really in her life so she's not he's not really her dad but well, like her mom put some things in her head about her dad yeah i don't know but for whatever it is he makes her nervous and she has the wherewithal to voice that and say you go i don't I'm want glad you that here. you said that because i did not notice that mm-hmm. i must have like looked away or yeah. my brain trailed off or something which is not shocking <laughs> um but i was gonna say i thought it was kind of weird but now it takes it, it changes my mm-hmm. perspective because i thought it was a little bit weird that she kicked the dad out which i know we haven't gotten to quite yet sure but it does happen um, but i thought it was weird because i didn't see her yeah. say that and when he said she the says, whole thing yeah. about you know i know my daughter better than you I was like, well, I mean, you probably do, right? You're her dad, but I hadn't seen what you're mm-hmm. talking about. I didn't see that yeah. Clo- or that um that Maddie had said you go. You go. That would yeah. have changed that whole scene for me. Yeah, it was very So props weird. to Abby for supporting Yes. I mean, where was that when you had the talk with Chloe? Yeah. Well, cuz obviously Where was Maddie, that Abby? Well, right. You're going to catch on soon that Maddie is <laughs> the favorite and always will be. And well, I think not. I it, this is just my opinion, but I think I think Abby understands the difference between stuff that's worth fighting about and stuff where there is no right or wrong answer. There is only the yeah. right answer. Well, you know what I mean? So like with, into Maddie well, with matters of safety, mm. she's like, you need to leave. 
I don't and and I think it would have been the same if Nia or Brooke or Paige had a dad mm -hmm. who showed up or Chloe had a dad that showed up and it wasn't good. I think Abby in her her brain for whatever it is understands that no matter what the opinion is mm -hmm. you, this is an unsafe environment that you have created by you being here mm -hmm. you and i if you really want to get mad at me let's go yell and scream in the hallway at each other but get out away from these kids you're making them nervous mm -hmm. and I, I think abby i don't think abby's a good person but i think she understands that in a matter of like children's safety right there's no right or wrong answer. There's only the right answer. I was just going to say, I, she seems like one of those people who she's probably in uh, a one on the Enneagram mm, or an eight or an eight. Because yeah. I was going to say she's kind of like a like a, a black and white yes. type person. Mm -hmm. And it's she doesn't have room for that. anything else, which no. would make sense why she would come in in that moment. Mm -hmm. But during an emotional she's moment, like, get over it. She's like, yeah, it's just like there's no there's yeah. I, I don't need to rescue you. Rescue yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that ebbs and flows and goes away. Then we see Maddie's solo. She's great. Duh. Chloe does her solo. She's making a lot of comments about pressure and different things like that. And well, then she already has so much pressure on her. Right. Yeah. Then she gets started. And in the last eight counts, she's deer in the headlights. She just stands and forgets. And then she just sits down. Heartbreaking. Yeah. And it is so sad. My heart shatters. Yeah. Oh, it was that little face. It felt like, like she was looking at her. It felt I, mean, I don't know if this is the way that the cameras were just edited, but it felt like she was looking at her mom. Looking at her mom. And mm -hmm. Abby. I think so. I like think it was she like was. this moment of like, do you still love me? Yes. Well, so when when she runs off, she's crying and she's looking down the hallway. And I'm willing to bet a very healthy sum of someone else's money that she's looking for her mom, mm -hmm. waiting on her mom because she sees her mom. And when she runs to her mom, it is just like the most tender, sweet, yeah, like baby moment mm -hmm. where she's just sobbing. Her and her, picks her, up and her mom picks her, her up, her legs, her around, legs her around her. And she's like, so it's sweet. okay. Yeah. You were so pretty. You did well, so the part good. Where she goes, she's yeah. like, I wouldn't have been any more proud of you now than if you had won a title. She's yes. She says, even if you had the world's biggest crown, I couldn't be prouder of you mm -hmm. than I am right now. Uh, dead. So, I'm dead. So <laughs> way to go. Yeah. Again, Christy's a good mom. To you, Christy. Truly. Mm -hmm. Yes. I also feel that um, Chloe. I obviously Maddie's an amazing dancer, and not, no negativity to her. But I think that Chloe's more authentic when she dances. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I'm she's a more little emotional. more interested. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When Maddie dances, I'm like, wow, she's really good. But I'm not like pulled in. Like right. Chloe pulls me in, so it doesn't mm -hmm. matter if she makes a wrong move. I'm like, you still really invested me in your dance totally and maddie wins she wins first she wins a title no one cares and chloe doesn't place but chloe does have this very sweet moment with her mom mm -hmm. of her mom being like yeah it doesn't really matter mm -hmm. and people are going to tell you it does abby's she i feel like the subtext of this is that like everyone's going to tell you titles matter and i'm here to tell you that as your mom mm -hmm. i love you regardless mm -hmm. and i think she's a way better mom than any mom that except dr holly because dr holly's the best but <laughs> you know she's the gold standard of moms but yeah. in terms of fan of dr holly i love dr holly oh my god <laughs> yeah. but like in terms of the moms who are always arguing i think mm -hmm. christy is the best at arguing i think she's a good arguer mm -hmm. and i think she is the best at supporting the child no matter what mm -hmm. kelly is not 
Kelly will get into fights. She has these fights with Abby all the time and her kids hear them and she doesn't care. And she's like, my kids are fine. And her kids hear her. Her kids heard all of that about the choreographers. They heard oh, that yeah. whole argument. Oh yeah. And she doesn't do, well, we don't see. Leave and make exactly. Yeah. And like, what kind of example are you setting for your kids when you're doing that? It's right. so backwards right. to me. And there was an episode, not to get too off track, but when, uh, Kathy has Vivian's costume and then they put Brooke's costume on. That, she's we've like, already seen oh, that episode. Yeah. Uh huh. And then yes. and then she's like, Can I borrow Vivian's costume? She puts it on and she's like, Actually, never mind. We don't want your costume. And yeah. Kelly just goes off on her. Yeah. And it's like she doesn't even care that her daughter's on in five minutes. She it's just the principle of it that she's right. with Kathy. It's like, listen, like, deal with that later. But yeah. like deal with what's in front You've got of something right going now. on right now. Yeah, you got you got You've got on. kids watching you. And so she literally yeah. puts Brooke on the stage in the sports bra and booty shorts. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not okay. Yeah. You spent like the time you could have been finding a real costume mm-hmm. and arguing with Kathy. I'm like, totally. So the so Brooke and Paige's duet is up next and it's fine. I said the berets are a hate crime and they owe me an apology because <laughs> they're so ugly. Um and it's like fine. It it's a lot messy. of tumbling, it's messy and it's weird and Abby says it was mediocre. Well, cuz they felt left. like gymnastics. It didn't yeah, feel it's like a lot dancing. Of tumbling. And I'm not yeah. trying to be like, you know, a judge. Yeah, sure. But I'm just saying but, like when I was watching it, I did not see any dancing. I saw tumbling, I saw jumping. And I saw walking on hands. Well, and, yeah. Abby's, and, and Abby's defense was, well, if they would have stayed that last time, that um, that know, one, left, yeah, hey, then left, things would have been better. This would have been a lot. It's like you really think that two hours would have made this better? Yeah, it's but then choreography. so we get the duet awards, and Brooke and Paige gets fifth. They get fifth, and Maddie and Chloe get first. And I have like I kind of get the complaint now because if you are looking at the choreography difference between Maddie and Chloe's black and white swan that was really creepy and really cool and the difference the difference between that and brooke and Paige, it it really is a pretty vast discrepancy between the two absolutely so again i understand your opinion i understand your point i think you screaming in the middle of a a tuesday about abby and they're screaming i forgot to say this when they're yelling at each other they're not even in the same room (laughs) kelly is yelling so loudly about this problem at the choreographer who's like what do you want me to do about it that abby next door can hear her and abby instead of getting up just yells right back at her through the wall they're just screaming in front of god jesus and all these children like they're <laughs> what a crazy. great example. this is how to communicate little ones yeah if you're in a different room children from somebody that you want to argue with just scream loud enough for yeah, them to hear yeah. you don't don't get up just you know if your mom calls your name for something just say i'll Dang. get to it when i get to it i just think that there is something to the effect of like how you how you treat communication when you're a mm-hmm. child is how you will treat communication as an adult. Oh, absolutely. You'll set, like you're setting a standard. Exactly. And you on. need to teach your kids that yelling at people to get what you want is not okay. Mm-mm. Even if you're right. Again, even if your opinion. Or whining too. It's just yeah. like, you just say what you want. And then if yeah. you don't get it, then, then you can whine. Right. <laughs> so now we get the group dances. Oh my gosh. And as the girls are getting re- ready, Abby says, if your top comes up, like if your top, slides up off your body don't worry because these judges are in show business and they've seen it all and she says if you've seen one boob you've seen them all wow and i have just in all caps no oh words. my god no words children all of the the oldest child six. the oldest child in this room is 13 wow and the youngest is six that's that is 
that should be illegal. That yeah. is insane. Luckily, thankfully, none of the tops come up and it's not a problem. Well, they're literally in like bras bought from Walmart. Yeah, it's but like, like it's just the spirit of that comment mm-hmm. being encouraged. It's just like, Lord. yeah, it's devaluing, right? Yeah, you're valuing your yourself. You know, no. it's almost like you're. It's almost like you're being talked to like you are a thing yeah that you're a like thing if they see it it doesn't matter right which also goes in line with the re- being replaceable yeah right yeah just things mm-hmm. and then this is where we see kurt come in again and then and this is when abby gets into a fight with him in the hallway and i said that abby tells kurt to piss off because it's true mm-hmm. and then they go out and have a fight in the hallway she says that and she says in her interview that kurt is rude and i said if abby is saying that you are rude you need to look inward if Abby thinks you're rude, take some internal inventory yeah. and figure it out because yeah. that is a lot yeah. for her to say that about you. And honestly, in my opinion, because- That's like Abby telling somebody they're loud. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you're like, girly, that, yeah. if you think that that is a lot. And, <laughs> and Melissa and Kurt have been separated for a long time. Mm-hmm. Melissa has most has primary custody and they are with Abby constantly. And he says that he knows his daughters more than Abby does. And I don't think that's the case. I think Abby as a person, as a teacher who's with them 12 hours a day, basically, and has been with them. Is she really, though? Like, I mean, they know. I know they referenced the 12-hour day thing, but is that really true? Are they really there dancing for 12 hours a day? So my, this is, my understanding was that this was the way the studio was before Lifetime showed up. And the reason why Lifetime decided to film them was because these working conditions were already there. That they heard that there was this crazy dance teacher in Pittsburgh who keeps her her kids at the studio for like eight to 10 hours every weekday. And they wanted to go make a TV show about it. I don't think it was just a- How is that legal? It's probably not. Good God. It probably isn't. But I mean, they say- how do those kids not hate dance? great question because they keep winning but that's still, what it is they keep winning and then Abby's i just like, You're can't doing so even good. imagine like i just i would not care enough i'd be like where are my friends <laughs> i want to leave i want to watch sucks. a movie yeah. let's go swimming yeah yeah they're also all homeschooled it's almost like they maybe don't know any different mm-hmm Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. That's so, insane. I, I totally thought that was like exaggerated for TV. I don't think it is. I think it eventually gets exaggerated, mm-hmm. but I don't think because Brooks starts, we, we know that they all start in public school because they talk about the school dance balance. But then after a while that drops out of the conversation and they're doing school on the bus a lot when they're going to competitions. Oh, yeah. So I think that that element gets added and it was probably pressured by lifetime but that they like they were already that those conditions were already there that mm. that it was a prime you know homeschool work environment for those conditions yeah. already um i hate kurt i hate him i yeah. think he sucks i think he's all the bad things I about men think, i don't think that he is like i don't think he knows enough about his daughters to say anything no he's not he, around he doesn't know enough to defend them or even try to like he doesn't have that right mm, no and I don't know Kurt enough to have an opinion about him having an opinion about his girls. <laughs> so I'm going to refrain. <laughs> well, from what we've seen, yeah. the preview we've gotten of Kurt, I don't like I'll him pass. very much. I'll pass. Yeah, gross. And also, this competition like that we have, like I'm sure, I mean, this is something I read somewhere. I, I think that some of the competitions were rigged. 
like oh it wouldn't surprise by me. far like if abby like totally snuck in like a hey you know can you bump us up well lifetime just being there and filming stuff was is gonna put bias into right. yeah the judges well, it, uh, she you was know su- like real persuasive and stuff yeah yeah um we see the group number it's great it ends with just maddie on the stage smiling with her little buck teeth that are so cute <laughs> so cute um and they they tell us during the awards that there's only one point that separates uh second and first um and abby lee miller abby lee dance company wins first place yeah very exciting so they win a national title they do their little uh company like dance company chant together in the oh, dressing yeah, room super cute it's so cute and then they, it cuts to kurt stewing in the hallway being like <laughs> i'm gonna do whatever it takes to get my girls out <laughs> of the company and i said yeah okay kurt because we ob- we know that doesn't happen that does so, not happen but like go off i guess um <laughs> he's just looking for a little camera time Amanda. yeah literally I, so annoying i thought the dance like usually i get like a clear message from it but i did not i, no. I, don't, I don't know why it was a good dance i mean props to the girls who like you know put that on with props the, to their props with the little Period. amount of time they had <laughs> but it was just a little odd and i never really got like a clear story and the song choice there were so no odd. instruments which makes like, it way harder to dance to happening? but like, the song choice is really it's royalty odd. free music i'm telling you also ya. i feel like i made a note for i made a note of this but mm-hmm. when they when she was teaching the girls this dance that they won with mm-hmm. she was talking about internal beauty she was saying yeah. look into the mirror mm-hmm. and see your internal beauty and mm-hmm. i was thinking how do, how do you see your internal beauty also that did not translate to the dance on stage that yeah. you know for the competition i didn't see anybody i mean the mirrors, last like... move was literally maddie doing like a little spin yeah and looking in the mirror and smiling with a very sm- fake smile yeah your internal beauty cannot be seen in a mirror that's right. the point that's right. why it's internal so i that really that confused me and as you said what did you say you said confused and infuriated stressed no frustrated you yeah. bet up a word on this podcast. You said frustrated and confused. No, she said stressed and confused. You said that? Yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't stressed. Refused. Okay. Well, yeah. I was confused. Well, you, you were frustrated too. I, I, missed, I was I those confused, together. frustrated, stressed. Yeah. All of those things. I was frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> frustrated and confused. There you go. Flushed. Um. So yeah, Kurt says all these things and they have no weight. And then the last thing I do. Yeah, I'm like, all right. Um, but then everyone is going to LA after this, which is exciting for the girls because it's another trip, but they're also bummed. The moms are bummed because they thought this was it. They thought after nationals they were all gonna go home. And now Abby continues to string them along. And so Mm -hmm. I guess we're going to LA next week, y'all. Wow. But that's it. And then that's the end of the episode. They win nationals like they wanted to and I forgot that's it i like completely forgot well it's lake tahoe which is like a super weird place to have nationals yeah, usually but in like australia or something you would think that you would at least think they would be in like new york or la but yeah. no lake tahoe lake tahoe where everything's hip happening beautiful tumbleweeds and you know blue, <laughs> the lake blue that you lake can't swim in can't swim in yeah that is gated yeah yeah um do you have any other thoughts about the episode in general hmm if you could use one word to sum up this episode, what would it be? I would say Strafused. Strafused. Yeah. 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 Strafused. Yeah. I don't know. I just I wrote a lot of like notes about Abby in the beginning of my mm-hmm. 
you she know. understood the assignment. I didn't, I didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> but I just was kind of like, you know, and, and maybe actually you can answer this for me. But hmm. like, what's, what is Abby's background? Like, what makes her so capable qualified. or qualified? She's not. Okay, because I never see her dance. She's not. Also, she... why is her voice so raspy? Homegirl needs a lozenger, some tea. Yeah. Like, she sounds exhausted. Well, she sounds like yells. she's been yelling at the top of her lungs 24-7, which she I guess she is. constantly. But she... it's weird that it doesn't bother her, that she's not trying to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Her, um, her She's dance... just rough around the edges, and yeah. I want to know more about her. I would be curious to see, like, a spinoff series on – A documentary. Yeah, like, well, something like, you know – the the person behind Abby, yeah, yeah, Abby Lee, yeah. Like, who is Abby Lee? That is a great question. We I don't need, get I need to that. know more. I I, mm-hmm. I need to know more. Yeah, Abby's main qualification to be a dance teacher is that she danced, but that's, that's it. it. Her mom had a dance studio. She helped her mom around the studio when she was thirteen mm. and started learning how to be a choreographer, and that's it. Wow. But she, I mean, she, her, her also, she also thinks that it qualifies you to be a teacher if you can produce a product. Mm. So the fact that she's had students go on to work professionally makes her think that she must be doing something right. Right. If, because success is the indicator, right, of education. And so she's like, well, if, if they're successful, that means I'm a good teacher. Right. Which like those two things are not necessarily related. I was just going to say, they're I feel not. like, I feel like successful people see Mm-hmm. that and then come to your studio so exactly. it's kind of like a chicken or the egg thing you yeah know? exactly like which came first yeah okay daisy do you have any other thoughts about the episode um uh no what was the other bit <laughs> up again uh uh strafused that's, that's how i feel stressed confused. and confused I'm mostly yeah. about kurt my my Hate heart him. my oh, heart rate kurt. is like raised just his name <laughs> and he's bald too just like an, an aggressive he's like, an like his yeah head is yeah like, his head is like a tan egg yeah like, what, is, what is happening questions like, questions I check my reflection Kurt. in your head wipe off that sweat mister yeah it's too much <laughs> too much um do you guys have any songs that you think would make a good dance routine on dance moms mm. i have a playlist what you got let me hear them can I a play good, it? Yeah. Wait, say the thing again. A, a song, song that you think would make a good song for a routine on Dance Moms. I mean. Like the group no. routine. Yeah. <laughs> a good group. Okay, so. Oh, okay. Oh. I got a good one. Okay. A good, a song that make a good group number? Mm-hmm. Oh, heck yeah. Lover by Taylor Swift. Heck yeah. Divorce. That whole album is so good. <laughs> Yes. This, this little line right here. So good. I so love. good. And I feel like you could do such a pretty lyrical dance. Oh, that. totally. And or like a group number, something like that. I don't totally. know. Totally. Tell a story with that song. I just love that. So and much. what about you? She's I'm finding looking a it song. Up, um... Is it a Brandy Carlisle song? Yeah. Carry me with you is what it's called. Carry me with you. She said what? Nothing. I just think it's funny how you know exactly what your mom is looking at. Oh yeah. Like, oh, you're looking for this? It's, it's this. Chorus. It's from Have You Seen Onward? Yes. It's from that movie. I love it. I'm trying to get Grace Point. Oh, is song. it is that the end? Yeah. Yes, I love this song. It's the Brandy Carlo one. I'm gonna cry. It's actually kind of like the I was just too much. Mm-hmm. 
so good. Yeah. So oh. I have an alternative to this. The this is my beauty song. Okay. It's a song that was on TikTok everywhere. I feel like I know what you're gonna say. Guess. I, Kitty guess. I wouldn't know the name. You say it. It's a song called I Am Woman. I am woman. Yeah, by Emmy Melly. I don't know if that's how you say her name. Have you heard this song before, Emily? This seems like your jam. Oh, I feel so like good. I have. Oh, I love when when she comes in. She goes, I am feminine, I am masculine. I love that part. I think that so that good. is the song that should have been in oh, that totally. inner beauty yeah. song. You could do like a funky little dance to that mm-hmm. too. Also, I can't wait until we get into the seasons with Kendall and Jill. Because <laughs> I love because, they are crazy. Because Kendall is just My little Kendall. My little Kendall. And she actually like I don't know, she's just so iconic when she goes she goes like Oh, Maddie's gonna be at this. Week. Can my little Kendall do a solo? My little Kendall. My little Kendall. Yeah, she's I just like much. you say Kendall. Kendall. Well, she does treat her do- her child like a doll. Oh yeah, it's so gross. It's kind of. It's like, like kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy. She's, she's like, so pretty. She's so small. She loves to talk about how small her little daughter is. Oh yeah, she, yeah. She'll tell about how she has such a little small physique. Yeah, Ooh, it's like what? She's a. She thinks she's a doll. It's no. It's gross. But she almost treats her like an American girl doll. And unsurprisingly, Jill and Melissa. Are BFS. Oh, totally. Duh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you have any thoughts about the episode that we didn't get to talk about? Any like final closing thoughts? If there know. be no other announcements. I, I, made all my points. I mean, I feel like uh cough suppressant slash lozenge company should yeah sponsor Abby. sponsor Abby. yeah and give her a lifetime supply. Yeah, she should just have it one one in her bag, one in her pocket <laughs> At all, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about it. But have a good, Dang. Flavor, a good flavored one. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. don't, don't get those gross ones. Get the good flavors. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Not the ones that are lemon. No, ew. ew. Those are the ones my dad the uses. Echinacea. What even is that? Echinacea. No What's the flavor of echinacea? <laughs> don't know. Plant. Oh, ugh. Tastes dirt. like dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have like a really bad history with cough drops because like I don't know. Whenever I have them, I just like am always sick, so I just correlate them with being oh, sick. Oh yeah, totally. So I don't I don't like cough drops. I'm like pass, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of The Pyramid. You can find all my socials in the end bumper that will play after this. If you like this episode and you want to send it to someone that you have a crush on, you should do that. <laughs> Use it as an excuse to slide into the DMs. Um, if you hate this episode, uh, that's fine. I get the listens either way. You can hate listen to me all you want. Send it to your enemy. <laughs> if you're, yeah, send it to an enemy. Um, if you are in a state that is currently supporting anti-trans youth education bills, you can spam your favorite um awful politician with episodes of this if you hate the podcast um if you love them if or if you love the podcast don't send it to them um don't send it to them either way actually um just let spam them with spam them with uh, joe rogan's podcast they'll love that oh no so gross um he's not on spotify anymore so very exciting he got kicked off for 
being Joe Rogan. <laughs> um, yeah, if you've got any thoughts about the episode, you can email me. You can send me a voicemail on anchor.fm slash the pyramid pod. Let me know what you think. Let me know your opinions. Let me know your thoughts about these moms and these children and all the things. Emily and Daisy, thank you, thank you. for doing this. Yes. OMG. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, and yeah, thanks you guys so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Pyramid. You can find us on Instagram at The Pyramid Pod and on Twitter at The Pyramid Pod underscore. Send your thoughts and opinions about Dance Moms as a voicemail to anchor.fm slash pyramid pod or in an email to the pyramid podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and follow us wherever you get your podcasts.